Squarespace, we believe in the power of the individual to create great things. Whether that's a business, a personal brand, or a portfolio, some of the top creative professionals in the world use our simple yet powerful platform to easily showcase their ideas online. Start your free trial today and use offer code ACAST, A-C-A-S-T, to save 10%. Whatever your idea is, build it beautiful on Squarespace. So, guys, have you ever worked at a company where your intranet has been a little bit naff? Yes. Absolutely. We've yes. all had jobs, haven't we? Yeah. We have, to varying degrees. Yeah. Uh, every time you go to open up a browser, it's there, it's sat there, you're trying to get to 4chan or to listen to another podcast or something like that. It's always there. And yeah. it's horrific. It's 10 years old. It's not been looked at for ages. Very it's slow. all grey and dull. And uh, Igloo, right? Uh, it's an intranet that you'll actually enjoy using. That's a bold so, statement. So if Marcus is announcing the birth of his new baby, Svenigans, <laughs> you can update your company on uh, exactly how hairy the baby is. You can update your team on projects you're working on. You can share files, calendars. You can tell people what to do. All in one easy place. And it'll work on any device as well. If you're skiving off work and you're at home, you can use your home computer, you can use your laptop, you can use your, your can tablet and stuff say, like that. I, I would never do that, but in theory that is very helpful. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you can still access all the documents. It's kind of like It's like social media, but you're actually getting stuff done. Which okay. I think we could all do with a little bit more of. Yeah, I, I, and I like igloos as well. I think they're excellent. So. <laughs> exactly. Well, you can check out uh, more about uh, igloo intranets at igloosoftware.com forward slash ramble uh, and try it for free with up to 10 of your favourite people. And, I, and cool. I, only, I only have like three favourite people. No, less Ferdinand. Try it for free, you literally can't lose. Exactly. Uh, so <laughs> get involved. What I would say to that. Yeah, that's igloo at igloosoftware.com forward slash ramble. Better intranets, people. Over, overdue. <laughs> All them greens, they call them cabbage greens. Why is that man like cabbage so much? He just loves it. It's good, though, if you're going to love... Uh, has he got any other food songs? He must um, fucking stink. I don't think he has, no. Oh, yeah, he's actually got one or two more about cabbage, but they're called different things. Yeah. They'll never love you like we can, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus and Jim's here. Hello. Luke's here. All right. Pete's also here. Hello, Marcus. How are you? Come on, guys. Bit more. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Hello. that's the stuff. Watcher. Now, during NAC Breda's match with uh, Dortrecht on the weekend in the Eredivisie, NAC manager Robert Mascant was furious when his side conceded two late goals, and he showed his anger by punching a hole in the Perspex glass in the dugout. Punched a hole right with one punch, or did he just keep hitting it until the hole appeared? Fantastic. Mm. I've, like, seen, um, I've seen one put, put their head through it once. It's like the bonus um, level on Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Well, you just kick in a car. Beat the shit yeah. out of the car. And, ne- ne- yeah. You never told what car, whose car that is. No, I know. Mm. Mm. Just a random bystander. Bison's, presumably. Yeah, maybe. You're really angry with him. Bison's it- car. You're never going to get that big old... He's a tall fella. And, and with a cap as well. <laughs> yeah. And it's a, quite, it's a low-riding car as in, well. In the special edition, after you've beaten the car up, someone comes on and goes, I you've, you've totally... You've to- <laughs> You have totaled that. Hang on a minute. You've have a write-off. Why did you do that? Up my car. <laughs> Why it, did you do that? Is the car on a lay-by? 
No, it's just yeah. around the people, Keegan's isn't it? inside. Like, yeah. Keegan's cowering in the back. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Keegan's cowering sounds yeah. like a brilliant idea for well, anything. If you look really closely <laughs> on that bonus level, you can see through the rear right <laughs> window mm. like a little cowering. Little perm. Little <laughs> I enjoyed the Keegan uh, hitting there, the Keegan kicking there, because uh, it involved video games. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and that is the only prism through which I will view a Keegan beating. Okay, Good to know. Uh, well, if you were a manager and you wanted to show your frustration to the message how would you display your anger Jim I think I would go down the Phil Brown route um, of, a, of sort of a very public shaming tan up I would tan up obviously mm-hmm. um, and it, I think after the game what I would do is bearing in mind that my players are my players and therefore I can make them do anything um, I would blindfold <laughs> them and make them do a lap of cartwheels just, just in shame, just to make them, just you That's know, dangerous. It is dangerous, but it's just to, sh- to make them look as ridiculous as the fans have been viewing them for the whole game. Yeah, they, the fan, uh, you can hear them getting round, like wound up by their performance. They, they're fictional a- players, and I'm, I'm sick of them. <laughs> <laughs> sick <laughs> of them. Got back to try harder. <laughs> are you, you going to go back on the? Are you going to go back to? So when the final whistle happens, when people are about to leave, are you going to do the field and grab the mug and say, "Sorry, can I, sorry, before you oh, go, can I, can I just grab your attention? Uh, yeah. You've got yeah. five or ten minutes. Just stick around because we've got a show." Bell doesn't dismiss you. Apology. I dismiss <laughs> you. Bell's for me, not for you. Um, what will happen? <laughs> what will happen is that my staff will just start handing out blindfolds at the end, and the players will know. They'll know what's coming. They'll have been briefed. Yeah. yeah, that's how you lose a dressing room, yeah. isn't it? Then Indeed. You, then you bring well, up. If you're blindfolded, back. I imagine it is. Yeah. Imagine the, imagine the referee when he did the final whistle, and the players just started to shake hands. Went, no, the, the final whistle's for me, not for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've no. finished. You boys, uh, <laughs> you've still got some work to do. <laughs> <laughs> Luke, um, I struggle with this question a little bit because I'm not really an, a, a sort of angry man. I don't show a lot of an anger. Angry man. <laughs> yeah, you can tell by the way I said angry. I'm not yeah, like, I don't even know. Never used it before. I do, yeah. like the, I do like the odd rant. And I do like to, yeah, have a bit of fun. Mm. But um, I'm not really a properly angry, like shouty person. You're so. a la- you're a relaxy man, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> so the best thing I could think of to 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 do would be um, find the player I was specifically angry with. So in mm. this situation, presumably a goalkeeper made an error or a defender or whatever. And I'd subbed them off, and mm. as they came off, um, they'd probably give a little clap to the, um, the, the, fans. To the mm. fans. I'd pull their shirt over their head and pull their pants down. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Exposing the jewels. Possibly push them over yeah. as well. Mm. Yeah. Maybe with your assistant like behind him, knelt down. Yeah, that would work. Behind him, yes, they could push them over. Yeah, that, I'd, I'd probably just do that. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'd, 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 I don't think that would... That wouldn't, to me, would, wouldn't be a display of anger. It would make me feel a lot better. Well, it's physical violence. Mm. What, pulling someone's shorts? Are, are you, yeah, you pushing them over too? I mean, it's you know, it's quite Pete clownish violence. Pete but added that. I added that. Yeah, you added Can that. you not tell the difference between our voices after eight years? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I love you on Absolute Radio, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, it's my, it's, it's the only way I can think of. I mean, the other thing, the other thing I can think of is just punching someone in the face, and that's mine. There you go. That's the anger. Okay, I'd punch everyone I saw. It's, um, <laughs> is your writer on holiday this week? Yeah, I'd punch. Yeah, I'd punch everyone. I saw. No, he sat next to me. Uh, I'd punch everyone I saw until I couldn't punch any. Anyone anymore, and my fingers were just like a bunch of broken bones. <laughs> Much better. Okay, and then I'd put my. And then when someone came over, would be shorts down. And then when someone come over and say, you, you've, "You've really hurt your hand," I'll go. What well, the things that angry people do? Where I'd go, "No, I haven't actually. It's fine. It's all right." And <laughs> then you have to then pocket. smack that person as well. Oh yeah, I could do. With would the you other then hand, try yeah. to use your knackered hand like a club with your other hand and try <laughs> and hit that bloke who was saying that? Yeah, mm. yeah, I would. I do all those things. There you go. That's proper yeah. rage. That is yeah. Pete. Uh, four words, Marcus. Yes. Frenchie the kit man. <laughs> oh. If you're not going to put in a performance on the field, I'm going to weed you out by getting off with a six-year-old father of two. 
All right, Frenchy. I just like the use of the word Frenchy. Yeah, you don't I'm hear gonna, it a lot. I'm going to go pull him in to to a slow, passionate kiss. Mm-hmm. Cover the back of the head. Are you going to brief him first or not? Yeah. Or, no. or are you just taking no, no, the gamble no. that he's going to reciprocate? Yeah. Well, I'm not asking him to reciprocate. Like Madonna and Drake. Yeah. A bit like that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Sexual harassment in the workplace. Yeah. Oh, sorry, that's that's uh, taking the R off the players. That's taking the attention away <laughs> <laughs> in a radio S fashion. What I like about Getting that, off with an old fat kit man. Yeah. What I like about that though, Pete, is. It's so, it, some would view that kind of behaviour as slightly psychotic in the sense of they think, what, 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 where's how, that come what, from? Yeah, where's mm. that come from? Why is yeah. he at his anger? He's done that. If they yeah. knew you, it's they a, wouldn't think that. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just be trying to confuse people. Going, well, yeah. well, if he's doing that in front of everyone, what's he going to do when, when, they get, when he gets us back in the dressing room? Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah I guess Getting so. off with a kit, man. So, so you, you know how... Go on, Jim. You've said he's, he's 60 years old, he's fat, <laughs> and he's a father of two. You've got a specific kit man in mind. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, and point. I want to kiss him. Ah. <laughs> You've made this all about you and your kissing. Yeah. Um, That's a good answer. No, I think it is. Yeah. I think it is. I, I didn't ask for your reviews, I just want your points. <laughs> yeah. oh, I can't give you the points. Mm. So I'll can only the, give you my opinion. It's for the listeners to decide. It's not. No, it's, it's not. It's for Marcus. Poor bastards. <laughs> awful dictatorship. Um, I would stand there with a paddle. Just hitting it off the palm of my hand. Just looking at them. And of course, in the dressing room, there'd be a list of rules. Yeah. Uh, you know. Misplacing a pass, that's a paddling. <laughs> <laughs> Missing a one on one, that's a paddling. Yeah. Scoring an own goal. You best oh, believe. <laughs> you best believe that's a paddling. Yeah. Uh, they were, you know, and they would get the paddling in front of yeah. everybody. And if Brendan Rodgers did it, it would be paddling the pools. Yes, it would be. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Or the Hartlepool manager. Yeah. Any of the pools. Yeah. Pool. Uh-huh, all um, that. Uh, or pool, if they've even got yeah, pool. That would be... Pool town. Be. I, think, I think Pete's got the points. Finally. With his kissing. With yeah. his Frenchie. Frenchie and the kit man. Mm. The Pete Donaldson story. Let's get to the show, shall we? Shall we? Can um, I just say before we get to the show that I very much enjoyed hearing the word Frenchie on the show. Yeah. I haven't heard that word probably for 20 years. Good. 20 mm. years? I'd 20 so, years. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, you've not done much French Frenchy kissing in the USA. <laughs> <laughs> French kissing in the USA. They're right. Yeah. Uh, let's go to that Premier League, the premierist of all the leagues, Manchester United beat Manchester United oh, 4-2. Oh. The Manchester United man them. Oh, hey. <laughs> Madchester. Boom. Um, <laughs> Uh, Bragging rights. I'm just going to put it out there. Because <laughs> every time you hear a derby game, yes. someone on some media outlet somewhere just says bragging rights. Bragging yeah. rights. Yeah. 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 That's done now. I've got to say it again. Out of the mm. way. Yeah. Or oh, they hear Aguero scored. <laughs> yeah. That happens a lot. Yeah. <laughs> he got his hundredth. He loves it. Yeah. Probably in the derby. Oh, <laughs> shadowed though. Interesting tactic of absolutely owning the first and last minute and ignoring everything else in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's funny that, isn't it? Um, uh, dear, oh dear. Look, you were saying you've, you've touted Lou Van Hal. Um, as as the right man for the job and all the rest. I think a lot of people have as well, mm. but in particular on this show, you said, you know, it's no coincidence that they're getting results, that they're putting slowly but surely performances together, Van Hal's a slow starter and yeah. so on, and they're finishing the season very strongly. I think a few months ago, I, th- well, I was more saying, just everyone calm down a bit. Yeah. Because mm. it'll be fine. Yeah. And it is fine. Mm. Now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, I, I think Manchester City, where they're on um, worse enemies, because there's a definite slight inevitability oh as soon God. as they equalise. As soon as Manchester United yeah. equalise, it was like, well, they're going to probably go on and win this, aren't they, really? Definitely. I, th- I think that um, City were really poor again, and anyone who saw the game would have to, would have to agree. They yep. look in disarray, they don't look at it, they look like a team at the end of their cycle like a team who no longer believes in their manager mm. purely because he's, they think he's going to go I expect and they mm. don't and, and there's going to 
as Gary Neville said like the other day, there's going to be a big clear out there. A lot of those players are going to be casualties, and rightly so. There yeah, are some weeds in the garden, yeah, and you've got to get them out of the changing room pretty quick. Mm. Was what Gary Neville said. Mm, interesting, mm. but you do you do have to look at those players and think, yeah, a lot of these are probably going to be cleared out. A lot of them probably have their eyes on other clubs, and you think, well, how hard are they trying? You know, if they're mm. if they're thinking about their their move in the summer, uh, I mean, they're, they're down in fourth now. And mm. they've they've just taken their foot off the gas completely. Haven't they, haven't they lost like eight in ten or something crazy? I like think that? going into that game, it was five and seven. Right, <clears throat> I, I think. I guess it's, it's kind of like you 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 go out of the Champions League and you've already won the league a couple of times, so it's kind mm. of like, well, what's the point? <laughs> yeah. um, Sir Alex Ferguson said in his first autobiography, which is a very good read, and the second one's terrible, but the first one's good. <laughs> he says, um, well, he says lots of things, of course, but he says specifically to this. The first one is scenario. less personal, isn't it? To it's, of... it's a lot more interesting, I think. The yeah. second one, the second one... arguments about horse ownership. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, the first one stops when they win the champ, the treble, right. so um, in '99. <laughs> so uh, I can't remember, but what I can remember is he says one of the hardest things to do is to defend a trophy. Yes. So, so there's always a natural inertia, and the best managers will will um, sort of remotivate their mm. squad. Mm. And it may be because um, City haven't had a manager that stuck around an awful long time in. This new era, mm. but um, they, they can't seem to do it. They can, I mean, they've mm. had success, but they can't seem to deliver consistent success. Mm. And the way that those that team have been um, have been approaching sort of big games, it's just been not good enough. I mean, remember the Arsenal game as well. I mean, like, yeah. no disrespect to Arsenal because they're playing well, but I mean, City were at that point good enough to beat Arsenal. They just couldn't do it. This seems but, like a bit of an inferiority complex creeping in almost. They, they had they had a superiority complex against United before, though. Mm. So it's very strange. But the, yeah, this is a big. It, it's psychological loss as well, isn't it? It breaks that cycle of them having yeah. United's number, which is a big, big thing. Because United, it looks like the fun's over, doesn't it? As we've said a few times this season, it looks like they are back to being what you expect them to be. They're definitely going to qualify for the Champions League. As, as you said, Van Gaal tends to start slowly and then pull it around. And the team's taking a natural shape. Van Persie's out. You probably imagine he'll leave in the summer. Falcao as well. And, you know, Matter, um, you know, being played out of circumstances, working wonders. Fellaini's found his role. Like They look like a coherent team, which has been their problem for most of the season and yeah that, I can't remember it's worrying I can't remember City I mean it domestically in this new era when it finally bedded in I can't remember them being um, I might be saying more about my terrible memory than anything else but I can't remember them being destroyed in certain areas of the pitch so consistently as yeah, but, United. but, but so someone uh, I mean a lot of people will be blaming someone like Torre for not um, tracking back and he tracking, Fellaini, uh, tracking yeah. Fellaini in particular he just didn't seem interested in following like the biggest man on the field well, it had a lot it, it was all down to the formation for me the 4-4-2 very flat very sort of like um, condensed in the middle Manchester United sort of overran them and kind of like well, uh, he started and, but, with a more sort of 4-5-1 with Silva's sort of supporting Aguero so it was only 1-4 on like, but they like, were very much outnumbered in the centre of the Pitch, so you're right. But, that's not, but the thing is, Pete, I just don't try hard enough. And it's mm. easy for me to say, sat on my fat ass in the studio, right? But they don't try hard enough. Well, I wonder. And, and so the, the I'll, I'll, re I'll react to things. It was a very um, left, left, left-sided performance with uh, Young and, and Blind. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was clear what the problem was, yeah. and, and and then instead of kind of just um, battling that and kind of reorganising a little bit, they just concentrated on all on, on the left-hand side, which left Matter on the right-hand side. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the front uh, in the front three sort of um, pairing, kind of a three pair, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> 
trifecta. <laughs> trifecta. Triforce. Um, yeah. It just left him free to do what he yeah. did, and, and what a lovely finish for his goal as well. It was an offside finish. goal. Yeah, that was an offside goal, and that was a goal that killed them off as well. Mm. So that's a shame. But yeah, although company absolutely should have been sent off. Should have gone. That. Yeah, absolutely should have walked for that. No he was worried. You could tell when they yeah. when they were marching around the pitch and trying to talk to the referee. But I, I think Van Hal seems to have his preferred system, doesn't he? That mm. obviously with with a squad like that, with a manager like that, you're never just going to have the one way of playing. But his preferred system against the strongest opponent seems to be the 4-3-3 Carrick Herrera seems to have sort of clicked in there with Fellaini Jonathan Wilson wrote an interesting article about Fellaini is their target man yeah. but normally a target man is played right up top but he kind of sits a bit deeper he's an, absolute, he's an absolute wrecking ball he, he is a wrecking ball and I think sometimes again one can think well you can't just play diagonals up to him or, or he's a bit of an untidy player for a top four club in the Premier League or anything but my goodness is he effective mm. and he's playing in the position that he, he, he kind of did a bit for Everton when he was really effective there but with I think under Moyes he was forced to play him a bit deeper with sort of Rooney in that kind of role yeah. and it's good to see Rooney playing right up top Definitely, yeah. well the, the, the cream has risen with that scrub, yes. squad, doesn't it? Van Gaal has had to work it out. It's been very confusing. You wonder what the circumstances behind behind Falcao arriving were, and whether Van Gaal himself actually, you know, was, was <laughs> the funny thing that. about that is, is that is that Van Gaal clearly, as I've said this before, consistently this season, Van Gaal doesn't give a shit. He doesn't, <laughs> yeah, he, he doesn't care. <laughs> if, if Falcao comes on three hundred grand a week, if Van Gaal doesn't want to play him, he won't play him. And yeah. No one will tell him. <laughs> no one will stop him. So that's why he's not playing him because he obviously doesn't think he's delivering. And there's yeah. no poli- politics around it. Like, mm. can you remember when um, Torres just had to play for Chelsea politically, yeah. and when like Shevchenko had to play? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't happen under Van Howe, and um, uh, special um, praise should be reserved for Michael Carrick, by the way, because yeah. I mean, if you watch that game back, um, I haven't seen it sub- subsequently, I watched it at the time, but if you watch that game back, I'll be fairly confident you will not see a player this season pick the right pass more often than Michael Carrick does. Yeah, he never, ever picks the wrong pass. Ne- never. Mm. He's so, so mm. good with the ball, and I know people criticise him because I'm not really sure what he does, but listen... When he's not around, they're a far, far worse team. Yeah. And, and, and you could say that about just about any team. He's brilliant. He's been brilliant this season, actually. Because Carrick was great with with Spurs, which got him his move to Manchester United. Which uh, a long time ago now. Which was, yeah, it was a number of years ago. And he and he played well when he, he got to Manchester United. He had a little bit of a dip in form. And and obviously the way Ferguson rejigs his side sometimes, perhaps off the top of my head, maybe one or two of those tactical decisions weren't... Um, you know, Carrick didn't fit perhaps as well, and you know, players can have dips in form. But he certainly come back. But I think because of that spell and the uh, the the media spotlight always on the likes of Gerard and Lampard and, and and the usuals, that Carrick has come back to form and he's been playing well regularly. And as, as Luke says, you know, people may not see what he does so overtly because he doesn't get that many assists as much as say one matters does because he's further back mm. but in the same way you know Ozil may supply the pass that leads to the assist you know he does mm. a lot of that mm. kind of kind of stuff well, well the thing is he just, doesn't, he just doesn't give the ball away so and soon as something interesting in the punditry he said that with City look <clears throat> it doesn't matter to play one up front or two up front or five up front mm. they can't get the ball they won't score yeah. and and so the fact that Carrick just dominates like midfield Herrera has been good as well I mean like mm. I didn't think as I said on this show I didn't think Van Hal fancied him at all and I thought mm. it was a difficult situation for him because of course he came in slightly before Van Hal's tenure um, but yeah he's, he's played his way he's, in there yeah and, absolutely yeah, well, one of the stats going into that game was he had five shots on target this season and scored five goals wow <laughs> <laughs> he obviously knows the pick his spot right. that's nearly, <laughs> nearly 100% isn't it <laughs> yeah it's 300% rude <laughs> yeah and uh, so I mean that tells its own story how calm he is in front of goal and how he likes to pick his spot so they've got a lot of players mm. who are solid decent quality Premier League operators and they've got another bunch of sort of fringe players who maybe by accident rather than anything else due to injuries to other players are just in their position 
positions, playing at the top of their game. And, and United, I mean, mm. it's a really interesting. They play Chelsea next week. It's going to be a really yeah, interesting game. game. And uh, Ashley Young's not shit anymore. He's, yeah, no, he's, he's, he's really stepped point. up, isn't he? Um, yeah, man which, of the match. So the yeah, Fellaini and Ashley Young, both of them were were in a position where they were almost they were like joke figures. You yeah. know, they'd, they'd become ridiculous. I, I still um, see Fellaini as being a long term. I think he slows the slows the game down too much. I think he's he's, he's obviously great in the air. And that's kind of his strength. But and, he's, and he is a bit of a battering ram, like you said. But anything played into his feet, he just slows the, the game down way too much. And, mm. and Manchester United's a lot of their play. Is, but is I, think they, I think they need a bit of that though, because I mean, it gives the other ch- players chance to sort of move on and, and sort of get get that, that, That's what Carrick's all about. Players like that. I know I know, but Fellaini's further up to, to, to you know to hold it and slow the game down and bring others into it. And also, if you're a team like Man United, you need to have different ways to play. And mm. they've found a way to make Fellaini's game fit the, the team's game, and that, that's only going to help them going forward. He got a stand ovation when he came off. <laughs> it's amazing. It is incredible how a player can put in performances from one season and another. When last year people were saying get rid of him and all this, yeah. and they, yeah. there he is getting applauded off. Early this season they were saying get rid of him. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Not that of a good coach. Yeah. Early this year, like it's it's been a quite recent renaissance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, do you know who the the real winner was? Mr. Wing. Oh yeah, Mr. He Wing. Was. Yeah. Mr. Wing in his restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> That was odd. That, yeah. Really odd. <laughs> tell, tell the story, Marcus. Well, Louis <laughs> Van Gaal was um, uh, very pleased, uh, you know, understandably so, after the game. And uh, he said he can go to Mr Wing's Chinese restaurant without people asking why he's eating in the best restaurant, which is what seemingly happens if they lose and, and Louis is spotted in there. Mr Wing doesn't sound like the classiest establishment. It's like well, Mr, ca- Mr Egg in Birmingham. I mean, don't put Mr in front of a, <laughs> oh, a food type. Yeah. Yeah. Mr yeah. Mr Wu in Leicester Square, that's all you can yeah. eat for a five. No, but Mr Wing is the guy. Is, is the owner? Yeah, and and it's right. a big celebrity. If I had a restaurant, but I wouldn't call it Jim. Mr. Campbell. I would it definitely wouldn't call it that. Mr. I, Donaldson's. Nobody's eating there. I don't know, Mr. Because my hygiene, because my hygiene is <laughs> yeah, not very good. <laughs> do, do you think if Ashley Young was in there and like he was playing like a board game on Mr. Wing's like chest or something, people say, "What are you doing?" And he said, "Oh, he's playing on the wing." I mean that is dr- fucking dreadful. I was, wow, fe- I was fearful you were going down that avenue. <laughs> fucking yeah. hell! Get get out! <laughs> the give only me, give way me a nut. I'll do this. this. Yeah, the only way you're shitting them well is if a bird shits in your mouth now. <laughs> in some sort of twisted <laughs> Ashley Young hell. tribute. Oi! Um, what? Calm down. You've you. let yourself down. Go on then. You pick it up then. <laughs> right. Find me a uh, kit man. What about? <laughs> 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 you're in big sexy trouble and you youngster did. and you did you see mm. five of those are showing you're away let's, t- <laughs> let's talk let's talk about another game oh should yeah. we talk about what Maradona said about Van Hal yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, alright then alright yeah. was then. this in Mr Wings or not <laughs> it could have been Maradona would definitely never more, never more than a few paces away from a restaurant is it Diego <laughs> yeah I'd love to see the hygiene rating on his house <laughs> Everyone's been sticking the boat in, haven't they? They have Van indeed. Hal. Yeah, Van Hal's had a little bit of uh, bad press. He's up there at the top. To Frank Ribery called him a bad man. Right. I okay. assume that's in the negative. He didn't go. Oh, he's a bad man. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I'll take. I'll take what anything Ribery says with a pinch of salt, personally. <laughs> and, then, yeah. and then what? And Diego. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually, in in you know the old reverse psychology, he's had a lot of good press. So I mean, if Frank Ribery and Diego Maradona are slagging yeah. you off, then you probably a man, a man, one man who has paid for sex with a sixteen-year-old and another man who was filmed hitting his girlfriend. So I mean, yeah. you know, it's all—it's stick that on the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> Character reference. Maradona, yeah, head of the, the pro peace match in Colombia, which of course he was playing. I, I don't even believe that he believes in that. <laughs> no, um, pro chaos match. I, I, I hate to fast forward to the highlights of the week on this on that subject, but I feel, I feel like I've got something contextual here. Okay. Um, 
Laura Bradburn has written in through Facebook saying Diego Maradona apparently, Diego Maradona apparently kicked a steward mm. during the match for peace, match for oh peace charity goodness. match. What? So I mean, he's not taking match for, for peace very seriously yeah. if he's kicking a steward and slagging off a fellow yeah. football. Yeah, maybe, maybe it looked like violence violence into the match. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, he said Van Hal is not a cool guy. I mean, that's a matter of opinion, really, isn't it? Mm. He is closer to the devil than anything else. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what that really sort of means. Yeah, well, no. I, I, if there's anyone on earth who I would suspect <laughs> of having a personal relationship with the devil, it would be Diego Maradona, <laughs> yeah, so that, maybe he knows. That is a fair point. Just very similar guys. Well, there we go. Uh, let's move on to Southampton against Hull. They won 2-0. That was a strange one, the, mm. the, the stat about Ward-Prowse. The second, I was very surprised to hear the that. The second goal of his, um, his uh, club career. It's his yeah. first ever Premier League goal. Yeah. Yeah, and it wasn't the first goal on like, his second game. Oh, was it? Was, it was early on. What was I, like, I, like to think, I think of him as a very, very good player, so I was surprised to hear that. Mm. And then Pellegrini got though? something like 15 league games without a goal. Yeah, that was his first goal for months. It was yeah. ages. For, it was oh, getting December. a real problem as well. Of course, well. he scored against England. No, <laughs> league game, I said. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it was yeah since December or something like that. But it was nice to see uh, Steve Harper in goal for Hull, Pete. Yeah, rolling back the airs and the, and the goal net to pick oh, up the ball at the, the back of the net. That wasn't his fault. They'll, mm. um, they'll, they're struggling in hole now. Have you seen the games they've got mm. left? They've they yeah. got the worst run They've in got the a game run. against Burnley, and I think that's the only Liverpool, winnable Spurs, game they've got. Liverpool, Spurs, Arsenal, maybe yeah. even Manchester. But even Burnley Palace, Palace away next week. Well, yeah, no points there then. No, exactly. Uh-huh. More on that in a bit. Yeah, Burnley, well, exactly. It's Trevor Sinclair was selling a match the other day, too. Burnley don't really concede that many, not recently. And of the form of both of them, you'd probably pick Burnley there. But then how... You know, Aluko looked a bit lively. You know, they did create a little. They weren't completely um, dominated by Southampton, and it's a tough place to go, and it was a penalty that got Southampton away, and then it was a second towards the end. I know I'm clutching at straws for them, yeah. but At this stage wasn't of the that season, though, if, you, if you're blunt in front of goal, it's a big, big problem. I mean, they nearly got a point off Chelsea. They, yeah, but it's all nearlys, isn't it? There are downward mm. spiral markers. I understand what you're saying, but <clears throat> this is not the time of the season to be in the, uh, sort of grinding out unlucky defeats. You know? True. Steve Bruce yeah. did say something interesting, which was that... In the Premier League, in, I don't know if it's true, but I mean, he, he said it like it was a fact. He said that in the Premier League era, if you go behind, you lose eighty percent of the games you go behind. Wow! In. So you obviously need to get your nose in front. And Unless you're I don't, I, I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the stats are, but I think that Hull have not done that. No, and they can't find goals from anywhere. So it's, it's going to be very difficult to start. The only thing that's going to, unfortunately, it looks to me at the moment, the only thing that's going to keep them up is literally three teams just being worse yeah. than them. Yeah. Not they're going to. They're not, I, don't, I can't see them get dragging themselves out. We'll, of we'll, we'll look like Leicester are kind of back in form. QPR yeah. are picking up points even away from home. Mm. Right, every now and again they were unlucky uh, to lose this week against Chelsea. Of course, it's, it's basically Newcastle, Sunderland, and Steve Bruce. They've all they're all got northeast connections. Yeah, and and they all got to kind of look look behind them to a certain Poor extent. Old Stevie Bruce Marcus was laughing at him last week as well. I was. was Laughing at him, laughing with him. Yes, yeah. <laughs> laughing for him. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see um, Redknapp's been piping up this week? So oh. uh, he thinks he'd have kept QPR up. Oh. And um, it, it turns out it wasn't just his knees. He said there were, you know, there were people at the club who were leaking things to the press, and he felt like not everyone was behind him. You know, so knee fluid. Yeah, so <laughs> leaking knee fluid to the press. <laughs> you know I keep on losing F- knee fluid. Fifty quid. It's, it's Redknapp's knee fluid. <laughs> what am I going to do with that? I don't know. <laughs> Drink it. Yeah, well, QPR are unlucky against Chelsea. Drink it. Drink. <laughs> <laughs> They're unlucky. They, I, I thought that was an absolute robbery. That's the biggest <laughs> robbery of the season. Robberynery. Yeah. Mm. At least he wore a mask. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> mask Fabregol, more yeah. like. Yeah, yeah Fabreg yeah. mask. I agree. What mask is... Fabregol? It's there. It's all there for you. No, come on. Sesk mask. It works. Are you okay, mate? What? <laughs> I'm not going to Marcus, especially. <laughs> Why not? I'm just saying. <laughs> 
<laughs> what are you even here for then? Uh, um, somebody said that we th- that they think that me and Marcus have got problems. Yeah, yeah. somebody said that. Yeah, ever, ever, since, ever since you went to that fancy dress party dressed as a kit man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be doing that again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I won't be doing that again. Yeah. Um, I was going to say that... Um, Pete and I go for lunch and stuff, it's great. We mm. do. Yeah. Now you made it sound worse. Yeah. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Some of my best friends are Peters. <laughs> <laughs> Some of my best friends I go to lunch with. Poor old Chris Ramsey. I know, mm. mate. That's what I was going to say. Did you see the Chelsea, um, was it the assistant coach giving it the big one when they scored Ray in Farrier, front? Yeah, 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 that was unnecessary. Annoying. It was unnecessary. Now, I've mentioned this, that Chelsea is slowing down um, in this uh, the, the, the latter stages of the season, whereas Arsenal and Manchester United are picking up the pace. Yeah, Arsenal but, took a break quite early on, though, didn't they? Very early on. Um, yeah. Chelsea, Chelsea <laughs> I, I know this is... Uh, a nearly pointless stat and I may have made it last week I'll say, I'll say again to back up the, the thing I'm saying Chelsea have not won a league game by more than a goal since since like mid-January or something right. like that they've still got the three points I understand yeah, that yeah, yeah. but if you look at the last few games and I think they were making this point on match of the day too you know at home to Stoke away to Hull and away to QPR those games they could have dropped points in well, mm. against, against QPR until they scored they never looked like scoring and this is why you know Courtois would made a couple of good saves as well. Yeah, from for Phillips, that was mm. that was a good save. And Phillips perhaps should have done better there, better than the one he did last uh, week. Anyway, oh yeah, um, yeah. But you know, because Mourinho's in charge, the master of the one 0 win and yeah, all that yeah. kind of stuff, he he will get them over the line. Um, but it, it's just such a risky, uh, risky so, business. But it's so annoying for for Arsenal because, as you say, Jim, having dropped so many stupid points, that if Arsenal was just say five points behind them or something, but a Put a bit of pressure yeah. on them. They've the got Chelsea to go. Big games Manchester out. United and Arsenal as well. But uh, there's, there's no point in trying to talk about no. another. It's just uh, not going to happen, is it? Exactly. I yeah. think this. I mean, th- this win, especially the manner of it, because they didn't play well, but they've still got the three points. Mm. Um, just should quash any kind of yeah. thinking. Well, like it's, that. it's really annoying. I, I felt pretty sorry for Rob Green actually, because yes. because I think if you can't really be a top level defender and honestly slate Rob Green for that. Yeah, Chris Ramsey was brilliant in his defence. Did you see it? He's really sad. He's, I, he's saved us a lot of times this season or something. It was on match of the day. Um, the, I forget who it was interviewing him, but he said, um, "Is it frustrating, um, you know, to hold out for that long?" And then it, it come down to one individual error. And um, he actually said, "What error is that?" And the guy said, "Well, Rob Green's throw was, wasn't particularly great or kick, whatever." And he was kick, like, "No, kick, no, no, kick. yeah, kick." He's like, I, I'm, "I'm not having that. No, no, I'm, I'm, there's no way. We've yeah. had so many chances to clear that yeah. ball since then." And he was absolutely brilliant in defending him. And Green has been so good for them this season. They've been in even worse shape if it weren't for him. So that, I, I thought that was actually a brilliant piece of management. Uh, it was about three phases where they could have yeah. defended it better and I don't, I don't think that QPR did hang on for that I thought they were a better team and just couldn't score mm. it, it was like Chelsea were hanging on for most mm-hmm. of it um, so I mean, that save from Courtois from Phillips was a good save I, I think Phillips probably I mean if you're going to be completely really critical of him you could say that it was a bit close to the keeper but he absolutely drilled it it was a great mm. save Ramsey's got QPR playing has he not yeah. mm. I mean they were... I think there's an element of sort of we can't really lose now sort of, sort of like well, caution to the wind type thing maybe now. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Um, but it's well, working, Byron, isn't it? Whatever Byron dominated it is. that mid- midfield. Yeah. He played really well. And I think I, th- the only, I thought the only thing that um, um, that sort of slightly let him down was that Zamora had a poor game. I think I think if, that, if Zamora was three or four years younger, he'd have destroyed Chelsea. He would have destroyed them because on his day, that, that Fulham Europa League run and all around that sort of era when Zamora was playing for England, he was a real handful. Yeah. And, and if he had been anywhere near that form on at the weekend, 
Chelsea wouldn't have been able to deal with him because I couldn't deal with hardly anything. They, they struggled. Mm. They, they looked really poor. Look leggy. So um, yeah. Ivanovic got a, a lighter in the head. Yeah. yeah. Just because they found oil under Gatwick, we shouldn't be <laughs> wasteful of the petroleum products we got now. Exactly. <laughs> Do you reckon he was like, can I have that back? I need that. <laughs> I need that. <laughs> to be fair though, Pete, the price of oil's gone through the floor, mate. So yeah. people are just getting brazenly like, sort of arrogant about it. That's got crazy. Yeah. Do, you know, do you know if helium was um, um, sold at uh, the correct price, it would be um, more expensive than gold? Why is it not sold at the correct price? I don't know. There's some kind of like trade thing in me, that's, Jake, that's that the half, Americans call. That's called. half a fact. Because <laughs> the, blo- the bloke selling it's got a stupid voice and no one takes it seriously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's rumours he's getting high on his own supply as well. <laughs> uh, what about Leicester City? Yeah. Right back in it. Right back, bloody in it. Um, they beat uh, West Brom. Yeah, vintage West Brom. Yeah, they were wearing the kits, weren't they? Um, oh, that's a wicked kit. Look great. The Jeff Astle Foundation yeah. was launched, of mm. course. Yeah. They, should, they, should do a day. they should do a charity day every year where a team wears an old kit, like just from an era, and their mm. fans should vote mm. on it. And I don't know how you'd monetize United it for the charity, but United, they should do it. United did it fairly... Um, <clears throat> In a derby, recently, yeah, against against City, yeah. and they lost. They did. I remember Tevez wearing it and Hargreaves wearing it as well. Mm, Carrick scored their their goal, but yeah, they lost two one. That a lot, a lot of people have started. Um, uh, a lot of clubs have started selling like classic nineties kits. But then I sort of think, well, who's going to be receiving money for Crown Paints usage? Of <laughs> the Crown Paints still have to chuck in a couple of shekels for, <laughs> yeah. for advertising themselves on the new the new it. old Liverpool They're kit. Loving it. They're all for it. <laughs> yeah. Back again. Can you even buy Crown Paint? Yeah, you can. Can't you? Can you? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. McEwen's Lager will be loving it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Darren Fletcher got his first goal for the, for the Baggies with the help of goal line technology. Mm. Which is always pleasing to see, isn't it? Yeah. It's been pretty seamless, isn't it, in its first season? Indeed it I has. Don't, I don't think, I think, I reckon Fletcher would have found that a bit annoying, because I've long suspected that if you score, but it has to be confirmed by goal and technology, by a robot. You're, you're robbed of your celebration, really. Yeah. Because yeah. you're a bit like, oh, oh, yeah, Yeah, you've almost got too much time to, to celebrate then. And you can, it looks fake if you go <laughs> yeah. back. It's kind of like when a goal doesn't hit the back of the net. Yeah. yeah. I know mm. what you're saying, yeah. Mm. yeah. I know what you mean. But Pearson sort of went for it. He, like, he put three at the back and just kind of overran it. Yeah. To a certain extent, it was David Nugent. Wow. Well, you can do so that when you've got Nugent in your ranks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just forced that goal, didn't he? Yeah. He was not having nil on that scoreline. No. Do you know what? I didn't like Jamie Vardy's celebration so much. Why? It was a great goal. He had an excellent performance. Obviously, you're going to lose yourself a bit scoring a, a late goal in a, in a crucial game. But he kept pointing to himself. Mm. You know, me, me. And then mm. pointing to... You know when they point to the name on the back of the shirt? Vardy's staying up. But has he not been in and out of the team, though? So that's probably something to do with it. Yeah. yeah oh, I've I... got a Vard on. <laughs> <laughs> there's, absolutely no, <laughs> there's absolutely no need to do it because I think the manager will notice that you've scored a goal. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. All, but yeah, but when the, the fans... Yeah. Check all... that out on your pro zone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but when the fans, you know, everyone's celebrating, all the team, everyone's going crazy, and he's just going, yeah, me. Me, it's almost yeah, like the great example on. of that. A great example of that is when Hull got promoted and uh, Al Mohammadi. Do you remember how oh, they got promoted? Yeah, I do. For those who don't remember it, i.e., Pete, hmm. um, Hull were promoted. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash boast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If I had an extra hour in the day, I might catch up on the latest football news, take a lovely walk with my dog Sammy, or maybe interview someone using an orange peel and a broken iPhone. You know, normal journalism stuff. But it's not always easy to prioritise our time, and that's where therapy can be an extra helping hand. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Untangle any unneeded worries and start to value your time for you. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Ramble. Because another result went their way. Oh, right. so the sky cameras were in the dressing room with Hull, and they were waiting for the final whistle. And as soon as obviously as soon as the final whistle went, they all started celebrating because they'd been promoted. Oh, I say they all started celebrating. Mm. They all started celebrating together. Apart from Al Mahawadi, who broke off from the group, got right in front of the camera, and started dancing in front of the camera on his own, pointing at himself. <laughs> <laughs> that's Team what it's all player. about. You're welcome, Hull. Yeah. Mm. yeah, that's what it's all I mean, about. I did eighty percent of this. Yeah, <laughs> mostly me. It reminds me of um, Pascal Chimbonda when Wigan stayed up um, oh, having no. played with his transfer request down his, his socks, socks. Yeah. yeah, so he could immediately hand it in let's Jeez. look let's get away from people who take other people's credit okay yeah. and let's go to Spurs versus Aston Villa yeah <laughs> <laughs> Spurs are so bad I'll be looking for a refund if I bought a ticket for that game Big <laughs> Timmy back at the lane and took the points can he I did. say something potentially libelous <laughs> <laughs> Pete uh, well, well I'll tell you what I'll say it I'll d- it- dip the mic shout um, the pertinent points and then I'll put it back up again yeah, you, you can't yeah, say no, that. No, you can't say that. <laughs> okay, well, I, well, I, I, I exa- very much ex- you know what? that. Explain why you think that is without revealing what you said. Because I don't want to be in the Europa League. <laughs> ah, so easy to work out right, from contest. Okay. Brilliant. C- can I have a comment about uh, Newcastle United's uh, FA Cup performances in the last two, two or three seasons? <laughs> Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't have anything more to say on the game. It was yeah, a shit game. <laughs> Spurs were dreadful. Um, it was a reasonably nice header from Ben Teke. Mm, Timmy Sherwood's yeah. got him playing. you got to give yeah. him credit for like, that. Really, really got him playing. Though. It's like eight goals in ten or some, something like that. But, um, well, Sherwood sort of came up and sort of said, uh, you know, Pochettino and hand himself. Oh, yeah, hey, you're playing. a good to have a banana. <laughs> he said, uh, oh, we're the... Knees up, Pochettino! Knees up, Pochettino! Three points, three points, three points, three points. Knees up, Pochettino! And he would call him Pochettino as well. 
Pochettino's. Pochettino. He sort of said that um, you know Aston Villa and Spurs are the only place where you can uh, where you could be a, a decent young player and actually get played. Which pa- I don't think is. Which, it? which mm. well, there's, there's a lot of teams in the, in the Premier yeah. League. Imagine not the only Premier League losing. and the FL seventy two. We might disagree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine not only losing at home to Tim Sherwood, but then being patronised by him in the post match <laughs> interview <laughs> after you fired him. It's not what you want. Is nah. It? nah. <laughs> Loves to bury a hatchet. On the, um, Do you see him celebrating before the ref blew his whistle as well? Yeah, yeah and also, but on, on the flip side, for everyone involved, mm. maximum of five years' time, he'll be driving a black cab. So we're all in. <laughs> yeah. we? We'll how be in there. How, how are you thinking about the 30th of November date? Because, I mean, his win percentage is probably pretty good by now. Well, I'll give you a bit more extra information behind my, my thing. Please. My thing would have been, if they got relegated, mm. I think he would have gone. Yep. Yeah. That was me safe. Right? That's right. <laughs> okay. If he stays up, I think he'll have a chance to be given uh, some of his own players and that won't end well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're not safe. Players sure no, no, they're not safe. They are not safe. And Burnley uh, have got a game in hand, but I mean, you know, I th- they've I think got that, a tough I think, run in, I think so obviously people talk about the amount of points you need to get to stay up and blah, blah, blah. Well, they're on 32 and, yeah, and QPR but, on 26. But I think the reality of the situation is I, that those teams below them just don't pick up enough mm, points consistently. Mm. And, 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 and not only um, that, but they need like two or three teams to do that for Villa to go down, not just one. It's a, yeah, it's a six point um, cushion mm. they've got there. Indeed. Mm. So yeah, you would, you would imagine they'd be safe. But it was a great result. I mean, for Aston Villa fans, who have been dragged through the mill again this season? A great win for them. A, a, a sometimes tough place to go. Yeah, well, if yeah. you look at if you look at the last two games, they've beaten Spurs at White Lane, and you all know how I feel about that. <laughs> uh, sec- secondly, they've got out of, absolutely got out of jail against QPR. They could have easily lost that game. And if they lose that game, that obviously not only takes. Um, a point away from them but it gives QPR two extra points mm. and the whole thing's different so yeah. it's fine lines fine margins down at the bottom of the table and, and, and that's partly why I fear for Hull because once you get into that spiral it's similar to the championship promotion race if, you're in, if you've got momentum and you keep winning Leicester at the right time mm. they've got um, it well Leicester exactly Leicester need to build on that now because they, they've, they've had two really really morale boosting wins because of the nature of them yeah. as well um, so yeah it'll be interesting to see what happens but there's, the season. there's no team at the moment well barring Arsenal that have got more momentum than Alan Pardew's Crystal Palace yeah, I mean that's how you beat Sunderland. At, I, th- at the I think I alike. think on, for, on the, in the form table now, Crystal Palace are fourth and Newcastle United bottom. Well, yeah. w- w- since I'd, Pardew, I'd I think that. since Pardew took over Palace, only Arsenal have picked up more points or something. Hasn't stupid Pardew like that. almost got more points than he, or almost got the same amount of points as he had at Newcastle? All season with Palace. Is he going to be on the honours list? I'd love to know where a Pardew team would be in the league. So all the points yeah, Pardew yeah. got the season, where they be? Probably, probably, probably higher than top. <laughs> 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 but I think there's, there's a better stat, which um, Sunderland have um, three wins in 22 matches in the in the Premier League. Um, uh, one win in 22, not against Newcastle. <laughs> so, wow. They've won two matches against Newcastle. Yeah, get, get rid of them, and they've only won once. The problem, in the last 22. the problem with Sunderland is, can we play you every week? It's sounding more and more like a humanitarian <laughs> cry <laughs> than a polite request. Yeah, they were the so Sun- bad. The problem with Sunderland is when they go behind. You can almost literally see their minds crumbling into dust. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen a professional sport, and I support Portsmouth, and I've never <laughs> seen a professional sports team with a lower level of moral fibre mm. in my entire is football fa- watching days. Is it fair to say Yannick Bellassi and John O'Shea had differing afternoons? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is it also fair to say that we, we sh- we've forgotten about, but we shouldn't forget about the fact that Sunderland have been beaten 8 0 this season? Yeah. <laughs> oh, like God, him. yeah. That, that does seem like so long ago, doesn't it? Glenn Murray. Yeah. And Balassi, oh, they just couldn't believe apart. their luck. 
They yeah. couldn't believe it. And Murray, again, on, on the sheet, obviously, Balassi scored an 11-minute hat-trick. Um, his second one was a delightful finish. The third one was not. The third one was ridiculous. <laughs> the third one is one of those... I mean, that's World Cup semi-final stuff. He's willed it in there. He's willed <laughs> yeah. it Which is oddly it. our reference point for this yeah, sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Brazil. But, but what I like, it, it's, it's a double fuck you to Newcastle from Pardew, though, isn't it? It it's really kind is. Of like, look it what really happened is. last week compared to what, what yeah. I did to them this week. It's and so they fa- keep coming up, those little things. It's so fascinating how much... Those sort of... That goal, that final goal, particularly against Sunderland, really does bring home to you how psychological a professional sport can be. Mm. Because if you if you put um, whoever it is, Johnny Shea and Wes Brown, you take them to a training pitch and get five hundred goalkeepers mm-hmm. to boot a ball into the air, miles up into the air, down their throat all day, mm-hmm. they wouldn't miss a single header. No. They would. They wouldn't do it. It wouldn't happen. No matter how windy it is, because they. I mean, we've all played with players who are good in the air, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, and you don't miss headers like that. It's your bread and butter. And I've said to you guys before, like when you play at a shit level, just knocking the kick, get, game out with your mates as a centre back, the ball comes up in the air all day. You love it. It's what you live for because yeah. you can deal with it easy because you're not very good at football, but you can head it because it's the easiest thing to do. And for that to happen to them, yeah. I mean, they're just their confidence shot to pieces, absolutely shot to pieces. And I think Avocat been put in there as like a firefighter. You can't do anything. You, I mean, you. You're essentially asking a manager to completely real rebuild mm. a, a bunch of sp- sportsmen's like psychology in f- six weeks or whatever. Yeah. I mean, they were they were booed off, which is not surprising given the performance because they were an absolute shambles. So the defending was just a joke. But for Avocar, I mean, that that must be a bizarre feeling to, to yeah. be booed off so soon in the job. I can't be the only one surprised that there are enough fans left in the stadium to and, boo. Yeah, <laughs> it's becoming a thing, isn't it? They just empty out. I mean, it's. It, You'll beat the traffic by waiting till the end. Mm. Mm. Did you, uh, they probably think all the players are all fucked off, so we might as well. <laughs> yeah, apparently, um, the, the Palace fans are singing it's like watching Brazil, but as I said, yeah. you know, a few moments earlier, does, uh, you're not sure what that means anymore. I did like, think Brazilian fans are going to be chanting it's like watching a Pardew site. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Pardew said at 3 0 it was a case of standing on the touchline, admiring my team and enjoying it. <laughs> How do you feel about that, Peter? That's what, that's what he did in a lot of derbies. Do you think they've Peter got like an amazing Peter. remix of that playing in crystals all the time? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, there must be heady days in crystals we've, at we've the moment. Up, we've, it's spring, there are some <laughs> formative experiences happening there. The place is just jumping all the time. We've still not made our way down there. Did we need to do that before the end of the season. Did Pardew walk around crystals before he got the job? While he was still at Newcastle, going, I'm the one who wants, <laughs> <laughs> and so on. We yeah. must go to the championship. Pardew did say, by the oh, way, okay. he, he said that um, Sunderland were lucky to get four-one, which I think <laughs> is probably fair. That, yeah, yeah. yeah. probably fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, outrageous. Mm. Right, championship. Uh, Derby won Brentford one. Mm. Uh, Derby have uh, they? They look like that they're playing just for a playoff spot now. Really. Yeah, uh, um, they were. Both teams are actually. Um, Derby, Ipswich, Brentford and Wolves look like they're playing for, for fifth and, and sixth. Darren Bent with the last gasp equaliser, a very important point there. Uh, of course, above them, Bournemouth, Norwich, Watford and Middlesbrough all won and they're the four most likely going it's for the It's two for no four and I would say Bournemouth are probably there. It's yeah, incredible, isn't it? Mm. But the thing is, though, it only takes one slip-up, doesn't it? So, I mean, this could be completely different next week. They, they've, As we said last week, they've all got to win every game. But you would, I think I think Bournemouth and Norwich, for me, look the most likely. I think um, Middlesbrough look like they've got a slip-up in them. Watford have hit form at the right time, though. Mm. A little bit of trivia. Oh, yeah, no, of course. A yeah. little bit of championship trivia for you. Can you name the team in the championship that spent the third most amount of days at the top of the table? Third most amount First and second. Bournemouth, uh, Bournemouth are 109 days. Be, Derby, Derby are 56. Okay. Oh, OK, right, yeah. Third, the third most amount of days at the very top of the championship table this season. 
Middlesbrough, surely. Forest. Yeah, we forest. Nottingham Forest, correct. Yeah. yeah. How long ago that seems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The uh, curse yeah. of Moor. Read its ugly head. Yeah. yeah. Did you see uh, Cardiff beat Leeds 2-1 at Ellen Road? And the Welsh side, they weren't best pleased with what they considered a derisory offer of 500 away tickets. So the fans boycotted the match. Um... So I didn't have like three fans though. So they were more stewards in the away and than yeah. Cardiff fans, which yeah. was so odd to see. Yeah, they've let, they've let everyone down. They have. That turned up. <laughs> the seven that turned up. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, though, that's a good boycott. If only seven people turn up, because normally in a boycott you'd get like fifty turn up. I told yeah. you, but you know how I feel about it. Football fans should do that more. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens uh, Newcastle Spurs next week. That's mm. a big organised. Um, oh go- yeah, of course it is. Are you going to go to that one, Peter? <laughs> I'm working. God, imagine watching Newcastle Spurs at this what stage of the season. What a treat! In league. One Preston versus Bristol City was was the big one there. The top two, it was one all. Steve Cottrell's men on the home straight now for for the title. He's a funny old fish, Steve Cottrell. He is. You can't really talk about without saying that. Yeah, I I I think I mentioned before on the show that I met him, and he's a very very enthusiastic man and and fairly likable. That he was in the 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 brief moment I met him. Um, And (laughs) sorry, just imagine hearing yourself described as fairly (laughs) likable. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as in he. Well, I, I'm sort of covering myself there because he seemed likable to me, but then yeah. you get emails of people going, "Well, I know he did this." Da, 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 yeah, da. Yeah. So you know, um, just a bit of uh, insurance there. Uh, <laughs> but he managed Portsmouth. He, he did. didn't sort of well, arguably. <laughs> <laughs> but you never particularly rated him. Whereas it, uh, uh, for Bristol, they've been brilliant this season, yeah. and they've won the Johnson Spate Trophy as well. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, we'll be interested to see how we get on. I mean, presumably, uh, uh, barring a disaster, they get to the championship. The only caveat you got to put in about him managing Portsmouth is that for. Yeah, well, the last however many uh, years, it's been difficult to yeah, manage. Of course, yeah. So I mean, you can't judge him too harshly mm. on that. I just think he's a bit of an idiot. Yeah, but I mean, certain club managers yeah. obviously fit certain clubs, and he forged a good reputation. I mean, he was rated as a good young manager, mm. uh, and he was linked with a lot of quite big jobs back in the day mm. before he sort of had a bit of a wobble. But yeah, he's, he's doing well now. Of course, he is. Speaking of uh, managers, Portsmouth have part of company their manager this week. They have. Yeah, Adi Orford's gone. I think he might go back to youth team. Did not do? Was it? What was happening there? Portsmouth. Well, it's not consistent enough. But Portsmouth had the have got the worst away record in League 2 was a local headline Andy Awful yeah, probably yeah mm. no, I mean they're generally quite supportive of him down there he was a player yeah I was going to say that'd be a bit hard um, they've got Gar- Portsmouth got Gary Waddock in charge for the rest of the season but I think they'll make another appointment in the summer Andy so, Aw- baited breath everyone mm. Andy, <laughs> Andy Awkward <laughs> maybe yeah. yeah he's not that awkward anyone though. else no okay um, let's go to the Scottish Championship go on well done Hibs give you a mensch they beat Hearts 2-0 <laughs> in the Edinburgh Derby who's, who's won the league title this season exactly yeah Okay, you know. No, I genuinely don't know. Who, who gets the guard of honour each week? <laughs> or doesn't, in this case. Yeah, well done, the Hibs, you know. Something for them to shout about. <laughs> Having Some... gone so long without anything to shout about. <laughs> Alagui. Ala I beg your pardon? Alagui, the footballer Alagui yeah. played that match. Uh, he needs to be told that his hair is rather outdated. <laughs> He's got the De Niro oh, taxi driver. People in glass houses. Oh. That Pete's alright. No, I'm just... no mate, mine, is, mine is out of date, to be fair. <laughs> I, like I, I know my next step's curtains. I'm waiting for them to come back. Mm. With a but, step. But my, my joke is that somebody should tell him that uh, somebody should get Nicky Clark from Rangers to get him sorted oh, out. Oh, uh, very hey. nice. Oh, I like the way you sort of explained right that nice. and deconstructed yeah. it. You yeah, like well, Stuart Lee. People just jump in, don't they? The great, the great thing about that joke punchline. is... The great thing about that is... It's like three hecklers. Can I just say what I like about that joke? never got to the end of that, The thing I like about that joke is that... 
Nicky Clark is nowhere near a household name in terms of a footballer. So you'd yeah. have to explain who he played for before you get the joke. Well, no, not really. No, I said Nicky Clark at Rangers. Yeah, so, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you yeah. had to say that. Yeah. Yeah. If you just if, say he was a really famous footballer, you could have gone, oh, you should get Nicky Clark to sort him out. And everyone would have gone, oh, yeah. No, 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 because that would be the hairdresser, wouldn't it? So that's the, that was the joke. Yeah, but what I'm suggesting... <laughs> <what, laughs> is his hair even that bad? No, I don't, I've not even seen oh, it. I'm not moving on until you've sorted this out yourself. <laughs> <laughs> He's just enjoying the time in the Scottish uh, Championship. Record-breaking length. Let's move on quick. No, La Liga. Yeah, all right then. Sevilla two, Barcelona two. The they league. Did. Barcelona threw a two-goal lead, didn't they? Yeah. What's that Ger- about? Gerard Piquet had a shocker there. He gave the ball away, and they just didn't bother to track the man he gave it oh, to. Oh, yeah, yeah, Torre. <laughs> yeah. Rolling it back. Um, Whereas well, Real Madrid, they won three. They've let Real Madrid back in. Mm. Haven't they? Two points. But of course, um, the big game this week is Real Madrid versus Atletico Madrid in the Champions League. Yeah, that would be fantastic. Um, I saw on uh, Dermot Corrigan's Twitter feed that uh, Carlo Ancelotti had said in a press conference, I did not see the Barca game, just the result, 2 2. I went to the cinema to enjoy a film. <laughs> Didn't even say what the film was. You nonchalant beauty. Yeah. Mm. Imagine going to the cinema not to watch a film. What would you get up to? What would you do? Just probably have some popcorn. Yeah. Mm. I'd mm. say so. You're obviously going to watch a film, aren't you, if you go to the cinema? Mm. Um, Martin Odegaard, 16-year-old Norwegian wonder lad, on cost... Nine two, million a week. Yeah, he cost 2.3 million. Was refused a rating for Madrid's B-team Castilla on the weekend. Well, it's so bad. Apparently so. And whistled by supporters. Refused a rating? Well, did, Sorry, did, isn't a, he, rating by who? The, the paper. paper. One of the oh, God. Well, he's got a bit of a bad reputation, hasn't he? Um, I love the fact people that... People are reporting, yeah, already I, destroying him. Yeah, but I love the fact that... But no, but I don't think... No, he's not got. Sorry, Luke. He's not got the. He's not done anything wrong in the sense that oh, he's off out partying or anything. As far as I'm aware, that that he's getting a bit of a bad time. Yeah, yeah exactly. But, and I love the idea that at no point are all the adults, actual adults, yeah, this that is work the point. at that newspaper yeah, yeah. for a full time professional mm-hmm. job, have considered at any point that he's a 16 year old boy. Yeah. Yeah. But what I would also say is that he's got a terrible rep- reputation for refusing to um, train, and um, his contract dictates that he's got to spend um, like 10 percent of his time with the main team and not the, the B team. Sure. And so it's but he won't. Bit, but he won't have had that written in his own contract, and the, and the journalists will know that because he'd spent three days a week training with the B team and then does a bit of training with the first team as you say but that might not be again him I mean the club they've spent 2.3 million on a 16 year old so he's I not think, for now is he no he's not for now but I think they would like Frank Memory not for now Frank yeah not for a protection job because obviously he's uh, in charge of uh, the, the B side, isn't he? Or he's certainly one of the one of the guys involved there. But I, I, I just think it's it's it just seems from the outside looking in with just that knowledge I know that it seems very unfair on Odegaard. I mean, he's he's earning a lot more than R- regardless of what he's doing and how he's behaving. Mm. Um, he's a all those points I'll take. He's a sixteen-year-old kid. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he needs to yeah. be looked after. And and given that is it Marker that did that? Who are around with the supporting think, paper? I, I mean, so. it's like, you wonder mm. what their agenda is there. But, because, he's, mm. but he's being whistled by the supporters. Mm. Like, who's they're not always known as being the most temperate supporters <laughs> <laughs> they're getting know. in really really early on this <laughs> one a, aren't they? a lot of football fans are absolute dicks <laughs> yeah. so it, it could just be that like it was not a, the ones that listen to this it could have been a handful of people just whistling him and True. that would be what yeah. reported no. it's, like, it's like the QPR Chelsea thing people threw stuff at Fabregas 99% of people would be like well that's ridiculous I, I was on you know Arcade Fire with the first album I didn't like them second album or the third album or the mm. rest of the over I, I, liked, I was in on the ground yeah. and that's what those supporters are doing 
Get yeah. in on the ground floor. Get in on the yeah. ground floor. I was booing this prick yeah. when he was 16. Yeah. <laughs> I was a cretin a before it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> I called him as an absolute wanker really early on. <laughs> Which, uh, to be fair, when I was 16, I was uh, doing a lot well, of that. We're all dicks at 16, you know. Imagine <laughs> what we were like at 16. <laughs> yeah. Imagine if we were millionaires as teenagers. Yeah. Mm. It'd be an absolute nightmare. I'd have a lot of fun. <laughs> you'd, so. you'd be dead. <laughs> yeah, you would have made it to now. Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, but you'd have, you'd have thought you were some sort of member of the 27 Club. You'd have yeah. aimed for that and probably fallen way short. <laughs> Serie A. Palmer won, Juventus nil. Palmer already down, Juve look pretty yeah. comfortable at the top. It's the first time in seven matches Juve have conceded a goal. Nothing dodgy about that result. No. <laughs> Juve, Juve say, just wow. giving something back. I was going no, to say it's a really good result for Palmer's fans. It is. They've been through a lot. They deserve it. There's nothing dodgy about it. Don't undermine it. But Juventus are about a thousand points in front, aren't they? Do you want me to, do you want me to dip, dip the wax again? He can say that. He can say that. No, I can't say what I said against Spurs. I, I never said anything. Mm. You just said it. No, I didn't. I said there's nothing strange about that result. Oh, it's like saying, oh, this actor is straight. Straight actor. <laughs> Insert actor. No. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. He is, right? <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> Tiptoeing, eh? Tiptoeing. Lazio have gone into second place, though. It doesn't matter, they've all been beeped out. Okay. No, Lazio have gone into second place, that's fine. Do it, say it again. We've gone into second place in right. Serie A. Okay, All right. Yeah. As they drew, uh, sorry, Roma drew uh, another game. Roma, since that derby match where they were 2 0 down and came back to 2 all, which was, I don't know, about two and a half months ago or something yeah. like that, they've just dropped way Falling off. off the face yeah. of a planet. It looks like that. It's like they've just decided they can't keep up with Juventus, so yeah. they're just going to take it a bit easy. I believe Lazio have still to play Roma, which will be a big old battle for second place. Mm. Apparently, was it. Um, I think the, 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 again the difference between Serie A and well, most other leagues. Apparently, some Roma fans said to uh, you know they they kind of blocked the players in the car park or, or something like that, or went to uh, the board and were saying, if "We don't finish above Lazio in, in second place. There'll be trouble." Oh. <laughs> wow, worrying. Yeah, because <laughs> so you, you really believe that they'll follow through on that. Sadly, I do, Jim. Um, so they do. Uh, Udinese, they lost 3-1 at home to Palermo. The news there was that Di Natale got the goal. Now, he was meant to retire. We haven't had an update on uh, old Antonio. He's doing okay this season. He's doing very well. He was meant to retire at the end of last season. He's 37. And he's got 16 in all comps this season. Great stuff. Brilliant. We love that man. Do we not? I, I, can yes. re- I can just remember about a year and a half ago thinking I've never seen a 35-year-old man move as quick as that before. <laughs> <laughs> Love him. Love that guy. Uh, right, before we get to uh, Pete's stuff, there's some FIFA election news. FIFA presidential candidate Prince Ali bin al-Hussein launched his presidential election manifesto last week. And one of the key uh, elements of this manifesto is a formal ro- rotation of the World Cup between the continents, which Sepp Blatter's really already kind of putting in yeah. place. It's, uh, not, the most, it's not exactly it's revolutionary. It's, say, it's not the most revolutionary idea, is it? It's literally revolutionary. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he said the tournament could be jointly hosted by several different nations. As has happened before. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Australia, <laughs> several. Australia, Canada and Iceland. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the worst ones you could have picked. I just threw the first three that came to my head. I just <laughs> tried to space them out as much as possible. That's for the right. Job. Kazakhstan. North Liberia, Korea. North Korea. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. Yeah. It wouldn't be good. Kansas. <laughs> but it just got to the stage where I think, yeah, why yeah, not? Sod it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, 
He's so not, he's not going to win it anyway. He's no. not going to win it. Well, uh, well, he's reportedly going to receive or be offered uh, or forced to have a helping hand by the aforementioned Diego Maradona. Mm. Again, before the charity match in Colombia, Maradona said... <laughs> <laughs> I'm very happy to be a part of this election team. Does the prince know this? Well, he's not even after. <laughs> 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 to travel the world spreading the ideas of the prince. Um, he said, Blatter is afraid because... F <laughs> this is such a great, great sentence. Blatter is afraid because FIFA candidates are no longer allowed to buy votes. He was a person who could do this, and now he cannot buy them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine he just slumped over a bar saying that? <laughs> he was allowed to do this, and now he cannot buy them anymore. The other, day, yeah. the other day, Blatter, Blatter just posed a lot of speculation um, about how Hussein was going to do and, and Figo and stuff. Then Blatter just piped up and went, well, I've already got all the votes from Africa anyway. I've already been guaranteed then, 56. Got, got the ballot box at hand. And then Figo was like, I don't think he has. No, he hasn't. And you just know he has. <laughs> you, you're not meant to have them now. I mean, I will... I will... I'm confident. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. <laughs> oh, dear. So, yeah, it's at uh, the end of May... So it's not that that mm. that long. You thought that the most important uh, elections in May were, of course, the for the Prime Minister mm. of the United of Kingdom, Jim. But no, the elections, the presidential elections for FIFA at the end of May. Prince Ali, Sepp Blatter, Louis Figo, and uh, Michael Van Prague. Didn't um, Diego also say? I think we have many chances of kicking Blatter in the ass. Yeah, no doubt about it. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Let's remove that doubt. Now then, <clears throat> it's time for Pete's mystery voice game. Yeah, it is time for Peter Mystery Voice Game. I was just writing a time code down and the word libel next to it. So, uh, <laughs> just to remind me to edit something out. Uh, yes, it is time for Peter Mystery Voice Game. And, uh, yeah, you bastards. There's a lot of people got involved this week because it was pretty, pretty bloody obvious. It was either pretty bloody obvious or someone has been tinkering. From the sublime to the ridiculous. Well, I mean, I've just been informed about this. Oh, yeah, yeah. You've, you've, you've been you've stitched got... up by the forum. What? By, by the forum members. Right. One of them found never, the never, YouTube video. Never heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, this is absolutely their problem. <laughs> yeah. One of them's found the video, posted it, and said, let's just do this en masse so they acknowledge us. Brilliant. Football, I mean, com forward slash forum for that sort of uh, that sort of behaviour. That yeah. sort of caper. They're like they're like a shitty football-related 4chan, aren't they? Anonymous. Oh, no. Hey. What? That's a lifeblood. I'm of the, the only one who uh, types on it. They're you guys don't. <laughs> types on it. <laughs> and yet you're the one they've stitched up. I type it in a little box. What is that the tell you? Is it, it's a typewriter. <laughs> it's my intranet. <laughs> I, say, I, I say it as my homepage. So how many of them stitched you up? 125. <laughs> Are they all going to get mentioned? Because I'm going to go and get a cup of tea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mina san arigato. Grandpas supporter no kotoba. Vasuimasen. Watashi wa... I'll mention the first ten, and I'll mention the, the person who probably uh, didn't get it from the forum. Um, so, James Casson and Coleman, Jason Taylor, Tim Van der Hoek, uh, Thomas Justrum, uh, Matt Pickering, Brennan Irvin, and Jiri Passanen. Uh, you all uh, came in the top um, eight or nine. Carl Jordan got it first, though, and he was in with the bullets about five seconds after I released the show, to be quite frank. So, he's, he's uh, skipped forward to that, then. Yeah. He's, he's actually skipped forward. Well, do you reckon? Is he, it, oh, God, he subterfuge. Done. Left, yeah. right, centre. Mm. Terrible. Mm. Uh, but it was a very easy one to, to guess, really, because, you know... It sounded like Arsene Wenger speaking Japanese. <laughs> 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 um, uh, right, here is this week's uh, Mystery Voice. Also, Leute, beim Spiel der DFB-Pokalfinale FC Bayern VfB Stuttgart. Elfmeter schießen. Wer gewinnt, das weiß noch nicht. All right, come at me, bros. 
Come at me. Voice at thefootballramble.com. I will not accept any entries on Twitter. Are you throwing down a gauntlet to the people of the forum? No, because they'll, they'll win again. They're, again. They're, too clever. <laughs> They're too clever. <laughs> Speaking of clever, it's now time for your highlights of the week with Luke Aaron Moore. No, it isn't, because it's always time for the excellent Kelly Wells first. Oh, of course. Yeah. Kelly Wells. The always excellent Kelly Wells. Damn right. Editor of thefootballramble.com. And what a bloody good job she does as well. Yeah, yeah. I got on that page. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, no, no, click that forum button, no. The following, <laughs> the following story she's selected as being uh, worthy of me reading out on this, uh, on this fair show. She says, um, this week we've got outerwear confusion with Tim Sherwood in To Gile or Not To Gile. Oh, lovely. Terrible things found in Kelly's inbox that weren't sent by Pete Donaldson. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if you want to fill on that, mate. Mm. I mean, um, it's like a permafrost of filth for ice. <laughs> and uh, finally, but by no means least... Oh, actually, not finally. Um, what's the word that you used before? A penultimate. Mm. Um, the precedent for replaying bad refereeing decision has been set. Read, you couldn't write this and offer thanks to the gods of football that no one with any power would have been watching a women's <laughs> under-19 European Championship. Oh, that football. was crazy. Go and that check that nuts. out. Yeah. So and, seriously, go and have a look at that. Of course. And it would finally, it would be absolutely remiss of Kelly not to have covered uh, Dion Dublin's debut on Homes Under the Hammer. Mm, yes. That's right. Was that pleased? today? Yesterday? That, that yesterday. went up today, didn't it? Oh, did it? Okay, well, she's covered that, so you mm. can check out how he did. Um, I don't know if there was a tube involved. I suspect there probably was. Yeah. I quite, I quite like the thought of it being called Domes Under the Dammer. And it just being <laughs> just loads of tubes and Dion Dublin with his shiny dome. Yeah. <laughs> a lovely time. I'm fine with that. Yeah. yeah. Dome's dubbed dammer. Yeah. <laughs> well done, mate. Um, yeah. Is it now time for highlights of the week with Luke Moore? Yes, it is. Ah. Hi, everyone. Right. <laughs> it's me again. Um, what have we got here? I've already done one from Laura Bradburn, so if you yeah. don't get that read out again. <laughs> um, Aria Hashimi, the very good, that's a brilliant name, Aria Hashimi, hmm. says, um, Stylian Petrov winning a cup trophy with his Sunday league side just days after being given the all clear from leukemia. Lovely. Oh, brilliant. Got to be happy with that. Oh. Um, ben Downey's uh, gone for a slightly different flavour. Uh, seeing Daily Blinn marauding down the left, rain flowing in his luscious locks. Mm. Can't argue with that, can you? Um, what else have we got here? <laughs> Andrew Stanley. The news that Joe, Brazil's World Cup striker, yeah. has now officially gone a full calendar year without scoring. Wow. <laughs> oh, no. Anyone who saw him apply his trade at Man City and then Everton, Everton. alone, was it? Mm. Would not be surprised to see that. Um, <laughs> and finally here, Mike Landers on Twitter says, Hector Bellerin berating the guy in black standing on the touchline at Turf Moor for not giving Arsenal a throw-in. It was the Sky Sports cameraman. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice, that. Great. I didn't Wonderful. see that. Did More you... of those next week. Yeah. Mm. Mine was, um, well, it's, it's not good because they've obviously got a lot of injuries, but the fact that Bayern only fielded or, or only had three outfield players on the bench versus Frankfurt. Well, Pep Guardiola, he loved that small squad. He loved it. <laughs> he does, doesn't he? But yeah. I just. That sort of Sunday league stuff, isn't it? Mm. And it's Bayern Munich, who are probably the best side in the world at the moment, or certainly New They're just taking the piss now, aren't yeah. they? Thomas Muller, says, Thomas Muller said earlier this season that it's, um, it's it, training is harder than matches, basically. It's harder to play against other Bayern players yeah. than his opposition players. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I like that. Thomas, um, the, the former Mainz manager, Thomas Tuchel, who everyone sort of rates as people who love... You know those people who, like, um, on the internet, when you're watching, like... Man City, Man United. They'll they'll tweet going. No, oh, I'm not watching Man City, Man United because I'm watching like Borussia Dortmund second team against like Frank Eintracht Frankfurt. Cause yeah, I'm like, yeah. a real football fan. Uh, Those <laughs> types of people. Yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> they say that Thomas Tuchel is the new Jurgen Klopp. Um, he was great in this England. He's been. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, he was very much so. Yeah. He's been linked with a Newcastle job, Pete. Just, yeah. just put it out there. Mm. Yeah. Thomas Tuchel. It'll be Carvers by me. <laughs> yeah, it will be. Carvers yeah. by me. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think Thomas Tuchel is fully across the conditions he'll have to work under. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. You're oh. eating Sports Direct carrier bags, Thomas, <laughs> for dinner. So That's what you're doing. I'll pay you in those uh, Sports Direct uh, merchandise. Those massive mugs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no worries, yeah. Golf clubs. I mean, I'll only spend the money on massive mugs anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got, uh, Every got, other Newcastle manager has done it, haven't they? My, my heart at the moment was, was, uh, it was uh, Dan, Dan Button. He's sort of a friend of the Ramble from, from the early, early sort years. Sort of a friend he, of the Ramble. Is this Grandpa Button on Twitter? Yes. This is a guy who you said you knew, yeah. and I once on Twitter that you're friends with him, aren't you? And he did say, no, I don't think so, I just like the show. It was very confusing. No, I, I might I've, have got that wrong. I've met him a few times. Oh, I've, okay. I've bought some of his art at his maybe, exhibitions. Maybe that was pre you meeting him. Oh, maybe it was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, uh, he's got. A, well, I, I won't say that he's got um, some kind of um, some kind of exhibition going on this weekend. Yeah, I think you should. Hero Switzerland dot com. But um, uh, all right, fellas, listen to the latest ramble this morning and felt compelled to drop a note about a run-in with Charlie Adam, which backs up the notion why everyone thinks he's a dick. I play wow. football on Saturday mornings in Battersea park and one morning as happens often the ball flew over the more than adequately high fence you know the procedure you hope that someone's going to walk by kick it back over not on this occasion when on the morning of the Chelsea versus Stoke match the Stoke team were on a walk around Battersea Park to pass the time before the game the ball landed and rolled in front of Charlie Adam who proceeded to pick the ball up look at us smile wryly and took a great pleasure in hoofing it in the opposite direction what are that absolute dick well, no. smiling at us in our amusement at his actions as he and they continued their walk the markings of a proper C-word. Uh, this also happened at uh, one time with Marco Pierre White, uh, but he gladly hoofed the ball back over with much joy in his face. Um, so I, I, I think, I, I don't know if I'm alone in this, but I think that the rest of the Stoke squad need to take some responsibility for that. Yeah, why would they They may not have seen it though, would they? Well, if they're all, if they're all together, together, yeah. He's got, they've got to pull him up on that. Mm. Yeah. You can't get away with that. Outrageous. Like when you Grassroots kicked, football. Like when you um, kicked the ball that Peter Shilton gave you onto the train tracks. Because you forgot that it was a special football that time. Yeah, yeah. We, I got excited. That was just me really getting excited yeah, about a football. We, we berated you for that. I thought Peter Sean gave you that, mate. Yeah. And you regretted it, but you couldn't get it back. Someone's got to take responsibility. <laughs> <That's what laughs> that just sounds like a scene from a Mike Lee movie. It happened. We we played football, haven't we? I'd won it in a Peter Shilton kickabout in uh, the BT Tower. <laughs> yeah. I'd taken a penalty against. That is something Schultz. else that also, also happened. <laughs> <laughs> he saved he saved my penalty and then he gave me the ball and I kept it and then I hoofed <laughs> it onto a trend. I'll tell you what happened <laughs> from. The BT Tower. <laughs> we, we, had, we had an email conversation that day saying, Has anyone got a ball to play football? Pete said, I've got one, but Peter Shilton gave me it. And we were like, I'll oh, go use it, use it, go on, please use it. All right, fine. He brought it along, was really worried about <laughs> using it and, and it going missing, and on the way home, kicked it onto the train track because he forgot it was Peter Shilton's ball. I think I was doing volleys, but I'm not really good at them. Like, no, I didn't so. I just get excited. <laughs> <laughs> I bet I can hit the train tracks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but a good derail this 125. One two five, like it. Yeah. <laughs> Old school. Uh, Absolute radio. Yeah, it's happening. Oh, it's, I've got it's always on twenty four hours a day. It's happening. Mm. Why does Periscope keep on updating? Do I do the? Um, uh, sorry, do I do the contact details? Well, you yeah, you do the contact details. Okay, uh, if you want to get in touch, the uh, email address is show at thefootballramble.com. The Twitter is at football ramble, and of course the website where the uh, excellent, always excellent <laughs> Kelly Wells operates and the, the forum. Yes, is the football ramble. I do like the forum. Really. Dot com. FootballRumble.com, sorry. Uh, this weekend, on the football, Saturday again, rock and roll football. Russ Williams will have a bullet from 1.30. John Champion, live commentary from three. Clark Carla, it doesn't say... Oh, it's... It's Everton versus Burnley, lads. <laughs> Who is it? On Rock and Roll Football, 3pm, Saturday afternoon, kicking it off. That was one of the worst reads ever. Yeah. 
I've started reading the end of it before I read the start of it. Yeah, like he says, it's one of the worst reads ever. Say goodbye, Jim. If you want to hear my Jim. Say goodbye, Luke. Worst read ever. Say goodbye, Pete. And it's snapping a pencil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Given to me by Peter Shilton. <laughs> That's pointless. And it's goodbye from me. Squarespace, we believe in the power of the individual to create great things. Whether that's a business, a personal brand, or a portfolio. Some of the Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Top creative professionals in the world use our simple yet powerful platform to easily showcase their ideas online. Start your free trial today and use offer code ACAST, A-C-A-S-T, to save 10%. Whatever your idea is, build it beautiful on Squarespace.